0: Adventures everybody, I'm Melissa Bonzek, and welcome to episode 39 of Books Cubed, the show Right, chat with indie authors you should be reading. It is Thursday, August 8th, 2019, and uh, I'm sorry about last week. I had to leave town suddenly and I did not have a chance to get uh, the show ready to uh, finish up part two of my chat with Mary Mayweather. So that's what we have this week and uh we chat we continue our talk uh about writing small town romance and she talks about what it's like when you're in a very small town and your neighbors are part of your books <laughs> and they know it so that was fun to chat with her about i was really interested in um how her neighbors felt about uh being uh, immortalized <laughs> In her books, so we chat about that, and um, I'm sorry that I'm so chatty in this episode. I cut some of my um, my uh, yak 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 out, uh, but uh, I left some of it. So sorry about that. Uh, we were gonna get we're gonna get right to it, and um, let's see. Do I have anything interesting to add? I have a new desk chair. I'm so excited about it. You can kind of see it behind me there if you're watching on the video just a little bit of it there it's a nice uh, leather desk chair it leans back a little bit so it's a little uncomfortable trying to lean forward to the mic but i think i'm worried too much about it i think it probably sounds okay i did a test and it seemed to sound okay uh let's see what else what else um i think that's pretty much it let's get to mary uh and uh, i will see you afterward when you sit down to write Mm-hmm. You got all these books. How long have you been actually writing novels?
1: Um, I think I'm looking for a book to see the <laughs> to see the date. <laughs> yeah, because what happened is um, "Let the Games Begin" was um, a nanorimo project.
0: I love nanorimo. Yeah,
1: and um, I finished the 28th. So I finished two days early. And then the very next day I I went to sleep exhausted and I woke up the next day and I had the whole plot for the chance to win her heart.
0: Oh, nice. I wish I could go to bed and wake up with a plot.
1: (laughs) And, and I outlined it. And of course the characters take over. Yeah. And so that I'm more of a planster. I do an outline and then, like the book I'm working on now, it, it went right instead of going straight. And so, um, I forgot the question. Oh, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, the point is, uh, I'm a
0: plantster. Oh, how long have you been writing? That was it. How long? Oh, so, 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 2015. So, three, in, so three four, years? Four years. Four years? Yeah, so 2015. That's pretty good. So you've got a dozen books in four years and I have one and a half in, I said my, I published the first book in 2017. And mm-hmm. so I was hoping to have the next one out. Oh, that year. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Here it is. What year is it? 2019. So at least the next two will be out this year. Yeah. So um, that's something I guess.
1: And see, I'm a teacher. So um, I actually, and I figured this out for that nano writing is hard people writing is hard and it's everything they say it's your blood it's your guts it's your and you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to get up and write it or you're going to forget it and um i had to actually through that book i had to watch motivational videos on youtube like i was like rocky over the writing but then i would when i faltered i would say well what do you say to your students because i wasn't teaching at that point in time and by like 40,000 words in, I'm like, dang, I'm a witch. <laughs> I was like, I'm hard on those kids. And to back and go, Sorry guys. Um, but that's how I get it done is okay. What would you say to your students? And I'm encouraging. I'm not mean, but I, I am relentless.
0: You know, you gotta be, you gotta be, because this is our business and, um, part of my problem was that I used to live in Key West and (laughs) sit at the computer and write, go on a small bar crawl. Hmm, you know, which of these things should I do? So I wrote a blog. I have a blog that I wrote in Key West and I'll put the link in the show notes if you're going to Key West, because I've got some really cool pictures from um, two years of fantasy fest and fantasy fest happens. It used to happen in August. I think, I think it's now September and it is just a crazy time. The island is just filled with like 80,000 people or 40,000. I don't know. I can't remember now. It's a huge number. The island like tips to one side. There's so many people. And <laughs> I know there was, there was one night that my friend Lee and I, my friend's a professional photographer, and he wanted to come down. When we moved to Key West, we had people booking time to stay at our house that we hadn't seen in years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no.
0: Oh, hey, I love you. No, I'm just kidding. No, so they uh, saw friend friendly. I was so excited to have them come for Fantasy Fest. And at two in the morning, we're in the middle of the street, and there are people in latex getting out of a latex party, and there's a toga party getting out. And there was another party, too, and just everywhere you looked was an unusual, odd mix of people just kind of meshed together, including this guy that every every year goes, and he's got this sign about how everyone's going to hell because of fantasy fest and, you know, repent now. And then everybody will pose with this guy to take pictures. I feel really bad for him, <laughs> but he, he, he's, I guess a good sport, you know? Um, but anyway, so it, the, the blog is called, uh, it's called twistofkeylime.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. So uh, that's what I did mainly. I mean, I didn't work on my book like I should have. I wrote like three chapters in the two years that I was there. Mainly I drank. And um, I I love rum. Oh my God, I love my rum. My husband worked in Columbia. And so Mm -hmm. he would commute. We lived in Key West and he would commute to Columbia for six weeks. And then he'd come home for four and we would drink um, while he was home. And then when he was gone... I would drink with my friends when I was supposed to be writing instead. So that wasn't good. So it's really good that he retired outright and we moved to Wisconsin. We're the only people in the history of civilization that left a paradise island when they retired. Um, you know, I just shake my head still that we did this, but, but it was great because we got to live with family that we didn't get to see very often. And, um, we got that small town experience. So, uh, that was really fun. And, and I think that that's what drew me to your books. Uh, um, my, my mother's family comes from small towns. She w- they were farmers mm-hmm. and my, after her dad died, her mother stayed in the little town and then she lived in another little town for, I think she was there 25 years and she was still considered an outsider. <laughs> if you, if you know anything about small towns, I mean, that mm-hmm. is so small town 25 mm-hmm. years and she was still an outsider, but it was a great little town. And uh, I think, you know, that when, I, when I, was, I was reading your book, I was thinking, it just makes me think of Anago and it makes me think of, of St. Mary's where she lived. And it makes me think of uh, North Dakota N- to an, to an extent, uh, we lived on the base outside of Grand Forks, which was a small town in itself, mm-hmm. you know, and then um, uh, the town itself was a little bit bigger, but it was still that small town. And I got to say a big shout out to anybody from Grand Forks, fantastic people, so often, um, for some reason, I got stuck in the snow a lot. I had a big old van. And despite the fact that I had kitty litter and a shovel and, you, and your floor mats, if you get stuck, you can take your floor mat and jam it underneath your, your um, tires to get out. And I've done that to get out of mud before. Um, or take kitty litter and pour it in, you know, or shovel the snow. But every time I got stuck, it was always somebody from the town who pulled over, not mm-hmm. somebody from the base. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's really interesting, you know. Yeah. And um, but it, you know, it was a small town. I remember being in the when we first moved there, we were in the gas station, and this guy was complaining about it being a small town. Oh, I just hate this town. I hate the people. And I said, Oh, you said they're so mean. I said, Do you tell the people you hate their town? <laughs> uh, I said, Well, I would recommend not doing that because then they're probably going to be mean. You know.
1: <laughs> uh, so
0: yeah it's um yeah uh but it but it was you know I think your books drew me to just that nostalgic oh, feel sad. you know of the small town and, and Key West was a small town you know the locals all knew each other
1: exactly
0: yeah and that's what I like and you know, I live in a larger I live in the eighth largest city in Florida now Ah, it's hard to believe except when I'm sitting in a stoplight that takes 10 minutes to finish. So I'm on the treasure coast of Port St. Lucie. Uh, Port St. Lucy. I'm in mean, Port St. Lucie. Oh God, please don't come and kill me. So nobody's <laughs> stalking me. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: stoplight is a hundred miles away. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh and my that, gosh.
1: It, that's one.
0: Wow. It <laughs> takes. I to go, to go to where I write. The Starbucks where I write is three miles away, mm-hmm. and it still can take me 15 minutes to get there because of traffic. And trying to turn left out of my subdivision, it is crazy, just Whoa. crazy.
1: Whoa! Yeah.
0: yeah, it's crazy. And um, yeah, that, that days like that make me think, oh, maybe you know, maybe I need to move to a smaller town. And and my husband and I go back and forth. We talk about moving somewhere. Um, north of here. Uh, we've looked at some little, little towns um, on a lake, something on a lake because we like the water. Yeah. I'm near the beach, but I never go. We never go unless there's a, a rocket launch. And then we go uh, stand on the beach and watch the rocket launch. Cape Canaveral is about 81 miles as the crow flies. So okay. when they set off um, a rocket, when Elon Musk set that car off with oh, the person in it, we watched said. the heavy rocket lift off. And it was, am- it was, it was when it was dark out. And so it was like the sky just came afire. It was just fantastic to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like, and I really wish we'd been a little closer, but I didn't want to drive all the way because a lot of times I'll scrub the launch at the last second. And, yeah. uh, you know, I just, I can see him from here. So I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to just hang here and do that. Okay, so people can find you on your website, www.merrimay w e t h e r.com mm-hmm. and they can find you on amazon if they look up your name and i will have links in the show notes mm-hmm. for everybody who uh didn't write that down fast enough <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast um to please don't start typing on your phone but especially if you're in florida because we now have a no texting law so you got to be careful about that even at a stoplight they will still give you a ticket and wag their finger at you and maybe take you to jail who knows So you want to be careful about that. Yeah, it's about time. I I wish that the whole country had anti-texting laws. The phone should be in your purse or, um, you know, in the console. Yeah, it needs to be out of sight. Unfortunately for me, I can never know where I'm going. So my phone has the map on it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I put it in the little thing so I can glance over at it. But usually it goes into my ears. I have Mm -hmm. cochlear implants. So it goes into my implants and then I can hear turn left at... That That's was making awesome. crazy. I was reading um, a book a couple of weeks ago, and it got to this steamy part, and all of a sudden, turn left at. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
1: So know um, know what was so cool was I was when I drove down to Arizona. Um, it was the Glen Canyon Dam. And I'm oh, I remember what it was. It was Prince, right? Oh, <laughs> and so um, let's go crazy and it's the it's the crescendo at the end where it goes big and it goes wide, and yeah. there's the pause before the crescendo, and then you get the symbols and and right in that pause, Google Maps says, "Welcome to Utah!" It <laughs> <That> was awesome) <laughs> prince comes back
0: (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) people can go and they can find your books if you like Mm -hmm. small town romance is it i haven't gotten to any of the romantic parts yet does Mm -hmm. is it sweet or is it something that i'm gonna blush if someone's in the car with me and and it's being you know Um,
1: no and this is rather ironic you're i'm sorry this podcast is going way longer than you probably ever (laughs) i'm sorry yeah Okay, so I wrote Let the Games Begin, and it was clean. And at that time, it was, I call it the Chesty Man books. Chesty Man had taken over Amazon. And I'm like, you know what? And here I can, there are actually books that show you how to write that Chesty Man stuff. And I'm like, I could do that. I could do that. And um, what, we had just moved here. And so we would have lunch at the Senior Center with my husband's parents, friends. Okay. okay. And, I, and, and they came to the table with their stories and, and anybody that lives in a small town knows everybody has a story. We don't go anywhere anytime soon because if you see somebody you're hearing a story. And so I would bring my novel to the table and oh Eric and Eric was not a very good boyfriend in the beginning he did he just couldn't get it he thought because he had money that was enough and eric did this i don't know how he's gonna get out of trouble oh gina showed eric she did this and and they would just and they looked forward to the stories from the book right mm-hmm. eric and gina were at the table with us well the pastor was there one day and he's like this book sounds so good i think i'm going to read it oh <laughs> I was, no i was like <laughs> delete 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 <laughs> oh yeah, that could be embarrassing. Them. Well then, fast forward, um everybody in the town knows I write. It's it's just a given and and they see me like if I get a story idea, I have like my phone has Scrivener, my iPad has Scrivener, my notepad, I will write. And um I have some YouTube videos where I actually recorded myself reading short stories. Oh, okay, cool. And um, and and um, I'm the elementary school librarian up here, and so I'm teaching the elementary kids how to do podcasts, and they're reading books. And one of the kids <laughs> is all proud of himself, and he goes, "I've watched your YouTube videos." It's <laughs> oh, like, no. oh, thank you, Lord. They were <laughs> crying. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, you know, it'd it'd been
0: funnier if he'd said, mommy watches your YouTube videos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So now I'm like, I'm going to preface every story. Okay. If you're one of my students, the characters are going home from their date at eight and (laughs) they're hugging goodbye.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was one thing that you did up in Chicago. Uh, Mary and I were roommates. You were reading stories to your students that you're yes. recording on video for uh, on audio for them bedtime yes. stories right
1: no actually what i was doing is um um for that in particular um that was in ivan doyg story and it was a small town story and like when i read i can look at the page and i could read the whole page all at once so i read really quickly and a lot of people read line by line by line, well, there are some people that read word, 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 word well they <laughs> with their lips moving and everything, yeah <laughs> and it's hard for them to understand they get they lose it because I'm looking at the big picture, they're looking at the line and um and reading is a social thing, story is a social thing, so like as I was recording i I had some students, and they didn't like the story it was like the maturity level was above them I thought it was the hoot and um when I was in the library I would read with them and we would have these great discussions about what was going on in the book well then I went to Chicago and they were like um we have the test on Wednesday and you're going to be gone till Tuesday and we got six chapters <sighs> so so i recorded the book and like as you remember i would talk about it yeah as we're going and um and i came back and i was back on tuesday and and then we had our final discussion but they and so they went into this reading experience as reading being something more social as opposed to being something where they had to pass a test i like that yes
0: Yeah, I like that. And it gets kids excited about it. And mm-hmm. maybe they'll go on and they'll, they will read by themselves then. Mm-hmm. Which is great. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's the big point behind reading to your kids. If you have kids, mm-hmm. read to them. My daughter, when she was little, she had a girl down the street come spend the night with us. And at bedtime, I came into her room with a pile of books. And she said, the girl's like, what are you doing? And I said, doesn't your mom read bedtime stories to you?" And she said, no. And I said, pick out a bunch of books. I had her go to Cody's uh, bookshelf, and she picked out about 10, 15 books and took them home, and I said, "Tell your mom to read them to you." <laughs> so? so <Tell> him, mom. <laughs> yeah, So I thought, you know, even if you work hard, you have 10 minutes to read a story to your child at the end of the night. Reading is so important. it makes the kids so much smarter. it helps mm-hmm. with their social skills. I used to, used to be a kindergarten assistant, mm-hmm. and the, you, know, you knew which kids weren't read to at night. you just knew. Reading is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, before I lecture anybody else, I probably should let you go. Okay. <laughs> I've kept you uh, so long. I'm so sorry. I'll probably break, might break this into two parts because I think we talked about an hour. Um, okay. And uh, my, the podcasts are usually between 30, 20 and 35 minutes, though lately the last couple have been long. I'm sorry, people. I got people, let me know up, everybody, if everybody, if you like the podcast longer or shorter, uh, you got to let me know in the show notes or I'll do whatever the hell I want. So thank you for coming along and joining me today, Mary. Um, it was fun. It was nice to see you again. Are you going to the conference in Nashville next year? Yes. <gasps> me too. Oh, that's right. Cause we signed up like, as it was being announced.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I was like, let me get to my PayPal.
0: Yeah, that's yes, right. I
1: will be in Nashville.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. So I will let you go and I will have all the links in the show notes. Check out her books. They are fun. They are small town romance, small town life. If you're from a small town, you will totally relate. If you're not from a small town, you'll go, Oh my God. But you will like, it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Thanks a lot. I will talk to you later. (laughs) All right. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Mary. All of her uh, uh, links are in the show notes. Also uh, my blog for Key West that I chatted about just a little bit. I may have cut that part out. I don't remember now. I got a little too chatty and I cut a big section where it was just me talking. So, but if I did talk about my blog that I did in Key West the uh, link is twistofkeylime.blogspot.com. I'll have it down in the links. It's worth checking out just for the photos of Fantasy Fest. There's some not safe for work ones in there. So don't, uh, if you're at work, don't open it at work. Go home to look at it. But there's some <laughs> there's some crazy, crazy stuff that uh, happened during Fantasy Fest. And my friend Lee and I, Lee is a professional photographer so we went around together and uh, photographed uh, at least one of the years. I did one of the years by myself, and it just wasn't as fun. So that's in there. Uh, but check out Mary's books. Uh, they're good. And if you like small-town romance, you will not be disappointed. So check her out. Uh, next week on the show, uh, if I don't have to go out of town again, I will be reading from my book, Four Bullets and a Ghost. That is the uh, uh, the series that... Um, I'm writing in addition to the June uh, Nash uh, Misadventure series. And um, the, I'm slowly working on that. The chapters that I've been reading are not edited yet. So uh, things may change in them, but I've had fun. And they're actually, uh, I get a lot of people downloading them. So I guess somebody's somebody's interested. So I will be reading uh, chapter nine. And if you go back and just scroll, you will find... Um, chapters one through eight there. I don't think, I think there were four or five recordings. I did a couple times. I did chapters more than one chapter. So you can go back and listen to those to get ready for chapter nine, or you can just listen to chapter nine. No, whatever. So I don't think there's anything else that I really want to talk about this week. Uh, I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book.